Hebrews chapter 11, verse 24. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater than the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. By faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. By faith, he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood, lest he who destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians, attempting to do so, were drowned. Okay? So today we are going to talk about faith that matures. We are going to talk about faith that matures. Now, many times when we speak of immortality, when we speak of maturing in God, when we speak of incorruptible inheritance, undefiled glory, when we speak of such things, you know, it's most of these things when we are speaking of that the followers tend to fall off because the followers only are following for a particular need. But it is the disciples who are following with the eternal focus. So disciples usually ask us this question, you know, why is my faith not working? Or, you know, why is so-and-so thing not happening in my life? So if you read the verse carefully here, okay, what we understand is that Moses used his faith to uh, refuse something. Moses used his faith to reject something. Moses used his faith to keep something. And after he has refused something, he has rejected something, and he has kept something, we see that Moses became the deliverer of the nation. He was used in the hands of God to deliver an entire nation out of Egypt. And while he was delivering this nation out of Egypt, we also see when the Egyptians tried to mimic or the Egyptians tried to copy the same thing, they couldn't succeed. Because my friend, the anointing of God on your life, when you operate in the anointing of God on your life, people will be amazed at the results. But when the same people try to do it, not understanding that your empowerment, not understanding that your capability comes through the anointing, they will drown. That is why I tell everyone at church, okay? If somebody buys a car before you, if somebody buys a house before you, if somebody gets something better before you, whether it is among your friends, whether it's among your relatives, whether it's among your cousins, whether it's among your, uh, you know, colleagues, okay? Don't fall for the temptation and start having heart issues on the inside of you. Because the moment you are tempted to do something, because somebody in your relatives, somebody in your family, somebody in your friend circle, somebody in your colleagues did something, and you want to do this, at that very moment, you are cutting your tie. Or at that very moment, you are leaving your allegiance to your God-given identity. And every time you leave your allegiance to your God-given identity, you come into the danger of opening yourself to various things in our life. It can be as simple as this, my friend, that you know you have a 60,000 salary job, your colleague has a 60,000 salary job, you are using a Samsung phone, a Samsung Note, okay? And uh, suddenly all your colleagues seem to buy an iPhone. And, you know, because uh, everybody believes that if you have a 50,000 plus salary and if you don't have an iPhone, it's a status symbol. Now you, because of this, because you think, oh my God, 
if i don't have this iphone people will think i'm not a such a good guy at finances or people will think i'm not so rich as soon as you go out and grab this iphone what is happening is you are cutting your tie or you are cutting your allegiance to your god given identity and you are entering a red zone or a danger zone now many believers don't like listening to such topics many believers all they say is grace they don't understand that grace is an empowerment for you to escape death the grace is an empowerment for you to tap into immortality grace is an empowerment for you to be transformed into the very image and likeness as the glorified christ is so am i saying having an iphone or a costly gadget is wrong no what i'm trying to say is if you go and grab it because you see or because you mirror that others are doing it it is wrong because now you are not keeping your allegiance to your god given identity you do it because you have a desire for it you do it because you are able to do uh, you are able to handle your finances with it you do it because you know that it is god's blessing on your life and god has given you a privilege to live a life at the top but you never do it comparing yourself with others that's why i say tell everyone you know in church especially at ecclesia i tell people you have been redeemed out of the rat race the moment the competition spirit comes into you whether it's among your cousins relatives friends colleagues anyone the moment you start operating in the competition spirit you are rejecting the benefit of redemption if we see in this verse verse 24 it says moses when he became of age this phrase when he became of age is called moses when he matured refused to be called son of pharaoh's daughter that means when moses matured he refused to be called as somebody he refused to be known as somebody who was son of pharaoh's daughter now being the son of pharaoh's daughter was a royal identity but moses found more value moses found more interest moses found more dignity in another royal identity the true royal identity that is why jesus was saying don't be worried about food clothing and shelter but seek the kingdom of god and its righteousness what is the kingdom of god and its righteousness jesus was saying seek the realm of god's royalty because when you understand who you are and who you are you won't behave like the others in the world now what are some characteristics that might throw you out of your alignment with god given identity having a competition spirit doing things because others are doing trying to upgrade your life at a cost where you will need to downgrade your future commitments to god it might be a commitment of time it might be a commitment of focus it might be a commitment of serving god it might be a commitment to uh, give to god it might be a commitment just to do the practical work of ministry that call has god has called you to do in your day to day life now ministry is not something that you are mandated to do because you belong to a church ministry is not something you are mandated mandated to do because you feel the anointing ministry is something you are mandated to do because god called you to be fruitful multiply subdue and have dominion he called you to be a vessel through whom the kingdom of heaven will manifest on earth now any time you are doing any of these that i mentioned at the cost wherein your relationship your intimacy your serving god will get affected you should clearly understand that you are falling for a trap wherein you are exchanging 
your god given identity or you are forsaking the alignment of your god given identity for temporary things in this world so three things moses did he refused to be called son of pharaoh's daughter number 2 he forsook egypt okay or he rejected egypt number 3 he kept the passover now when we say he kept the passover we are not just saying he believed in the blood okay he believed in the blood to an extent that death passed over him now many people just want to believe in blood to an extent that they feel forgiven many people just want to believe in the blood to an extent that they feel god is smiling at them or when they feel that they are justified with god no 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 you need to believe the full benefit of the blood of jesus because you've not been redeemed by corruptible things like silver and gold now silver has a value and gold has a value when gold value goes very high the women who have gold at home they are very happy when gold value goes very low the women who are going to shopping are very happy and now there some of the men also are laughing I understand right so right? now silver and gold have a value and though they are precious we all know that their value fluctuates but the blood of jesus the blood of jesus which is the incorruptible blood has a value which is altogether of a different dimension the value of this blood is that it can get the entire heaven to be loaded in your life it can bring the entire uh, what do we call the entire frequency of heaven the entire energy of heaven the entire charisma of heaven to come into your soul and your body this is what the blood of jesus can do so if you are thinking okay i pray the blood of jesus i plead the blood of jesus i believe in the blood of jesus if you are thinking you are going to do all this thing just to have a full feel good factor you know feel good factor that i am far from sin no no you are not taking the full advantage you are not taking the full benefit of the redemptive work of christ because the work of the blood of jesus the work of the incorruptible blood of the lamb is that you will be redeemed from your corruptible nature and you will be transformed into the incorruptible nature now when a person dies we all know when a person dies he has there is a testament and there is a will when a person dies there is a physical inheritance that comes to the next person now if the blood of humans can get if the blood of humans can get can get physical inheritance to the next successor imagine the incorruptible blood of the lamb needs to give you an incorruptible inheritance an unfading glory okay an unfading glory and an undefiled glory an undefiled glory what why do i keep using this word undefiled glory okay undefiled meaning what you know when, G, uh, when in during the time of jesus everybody was scared to touch a leper why because they would fear the leprosy would come upon them because why because leprosy can defile anyone but jesus touched the leper and the leper was clean why because jesus had undefiled glory that means what leprosy cannot defile the glory of jesus poverty cannot defile the glory of jesus sin or addiction cannot defile the glory of jesus so the purpose of the blood is not only to feel good the purpose of the blood is that we will have the undefiled glory and where is this glory right now it is in the heavenly places it is in the realm of heaven and what are you to do instead of focusing on things on the earth that's why i say how will the devil short circuit believers is that it gets them to look and see things 
with the same perspective with which their friends their cousins their relatives see so when you look and see things with the same perspective by which your cousins your friends and relatives see what happens instead of looking setting your eyes on the things above you are setting your eyes on the things below and as you are setting your eyes on the things below you are having a what would i say a fallen view of all the circumstances and situations around you but imagine if you are sitting in the heavenly places and then you are looking down and having a view of all the things that are happening in your life from the heavenly perspective what you will understand is that right now there are principalities powers dominion and authority that are working in your life but the eternal purpose and the plan of god for your life is that you will be far above these principalities powers dominion and authority in physical form experiencing the ecstasy of god experiencing the goodness of god in your soul to a degree that just as enoch walked intimately with the lord and he was not that means what death could not touch him so intimately will be your soul connection with god that death or temptation will not touch you and you will be transformed into the image into the likeness into the full stature of the glorified christ now why is that not happening with believers especially those who are believing for immortality because they do not understand that though we are in the world we got to reject the world and though we have a physical identity we cannot afford to find our pleasure we cannot afford to find our trust we cannot afford to find our compatibility with our uh, sorry uh, compatibility is a wrong word we cannot afford to find our uh, or be a uh, enslaved by the competitive spirit according to the identity of this world so you know uh, when somebody acknowledges you that you are a good software engineer you are a well paid software engineer paid so well paid software engineer that's great okay but let it not come to a degree where you feel that your whole life is revolving around this title that you are a senior software engineer okay or let it not also come to a degree that the day something happens to this title or this job that your whole life and your whole emotions drop down why because you always related yourself you always found your identity grounded in the titles the world is given now when moses matured okay when moses came of age what he did he refused to be called son of pharaoh's daughter he rejected egypt okay or in other words we are to reject uh, the ways of egypt we are to reject the thoughts of egypt we are to reject the plans of egypt because we are in the world but we are not of the world we look like those in the world but we have a heavenly perspective and though you might not have currently an mla mpa mlc seat you have a far greater seat that is the seat that you are co-sharing with christ jesus in heavenly places so you need to operate your life from the perspective of heavenly places and unless you operate your life from the perspective of heavenly places the fullness of heaven cannot be invaded and the fullness of heaven cannot flow through you to others so just like moses did these three things what did he do he refused or rejected to be called son of pharaoh's daughter he refused he rejected the egypt which represents the world and third thing he kept the passover or he kept the blood okay he kept believing the blood just like that we also are supposed to do the same let me tell you what did jesus do when he matured when did jesus mature 
Jesus matured at the age of 30. Now, so some people who ask me, how do we calculate when men uh, when, when, when mature? It's a very simple thing, okay? According to the Jewish law, uh, the rabbi needs to attain 30 years. And Jesus, who came as our final high priest, who came as the high priest who will not only take us into the Holy of Holies, but who came as the high priest who will pass over the heavens and bring the fullness of heaven to us. Jesus as a high priest needed to attain the age of 30 to start his dynamic radical ministry. So at the age of 30, when Jesus went into the waters of baptism, when he came out of the waters of baptism, the heavens opened, okay? The heavens open, not only talking about the Holy of Holies, I'm talking about the heavens open, not the windows of heaven, the total heavens open. Okay. The heavens opened and a voice came from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. You see, the voice gave him a name, a title, an identity, and an affirmation. And for all of us who have died with Christ, for all of us who have represented the uh, represented the crucifixion and the sacrifice of Christ by going into the waters of baptism. For all of us who believe in the crucifixion, the resurrection, the ascension, and the glorification of Christ, for all of us, God has a title, God has an identity for us, and God is telling us, you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. You are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Now, this is not a fancy title just when we hear, when we go into the time of prayer. No, no, no. When when we go into the workplace, when we go into the marketplace, when we need to take decisions about our life, when we need to plan our life, we need to understand that this is the first identity, this is the first affirmation from where our life moves, where we understand we are his beloved son and he is well pleased in us. Today what has happened? We are under pressure of our job. We are under pressure of our boss. We are under pressure of our increments. We are under pressure of our performance. And when we are under so much pressure, we do not go back to the source because the source is always telling us, you are my beloved son, you are my beloved daughter. So when the source says, you are my beloved son, you are my beloved daughter in whom I am well pleased, the source is actually telling us, hey, come to me. I have a solution for you. But what we want to do is we want to check out or, you know, we want to clear the timetable. We want to first handle the things by ourselves. And only when the things get too tough, only when it looks like a supernatural invasion from God will now clear the way for us. That is the time most of the believers come and try to hear God's voice. Many times they're not even hearing God's voice. They're just telling God, deliver me. God bless me. God remove me from this problem. But God says, are you living as my beloved? Because if you live as my beloved, if you understand that you are my beloved, three things will be easy for you. The first thing that will be easy for you is that you will not find pleasure or you will not identify yourself with any of the titles of this world. Getting the titles is not wrong. Having a good education qualification is not wrong. Having a good salary pay package, having a good CTC is not wrong. Your friends and relatives acknowledging you, appreciating you, all this is not wrong. But when your identity is attached to these things, when these things take, take an effect on your heart, 
it actually says you have not been living as god's beloved and just like our you know doctors say our bp is fluctuating many of our emotions are fluctuating many of our faith is fluctuating for many of us a commitment to god our fire for god is fluctuating just like bp goes high and low as is fluctuating depending on what people around us say but god called us to live a life in the secret place where being his beloved we are first empowered by his instruction we are first empowered by his voice we are first empowered by his strength and then we go out into the world and do the things as the beloved of god see jesus he spent time with sinners he healed the people he traveled miles and miles kilometers and kilometers just to do the work of the ministry but amidst all this thing he had an inner peace and that inner peace was with him because he never forgot that he was living as the beloved of god and every time he recharged himself every time he refreshed himself every time he rested in the bosom of the father he drew strength from the father to go out and while he was in the world he was not of the world while he was in the world he refused to be called the son of joseph while he was in the world though people blasphemed at him though people gave him names belzebub though people did so much to him it couldn't move him because on the inside he was firmly rooted in this belief in this affirmation in this identity that he is god's beloved and god is well pleased in him he found pleasure in the thing that god was well pleased in him many people know this revelation that they are god's beloved and god is well pleased in them but they are not experiencing a transformation because they have not allowed themselves to soak in the pleasure of god knowing it by head is a different thing my friend okay knowing something all the details about another person is one thing okay but knowing the person only happens when you spend time with that person and when we talk about sabbath okay i think there is a global shaking shaking happening happening right now is because we brought the church service to the center of the sunday we made sunday the center of our holiday and then we brought the church service to the center of our sunday so when we attend the church service many of us we have a feel good factor but you know we've been attending service after service sabbath after sabbath sunday after sunday but we have failed to bring christ to the center of it all that's why even when we go to church we don't like to listen to a word that rebukes us we just have our carnal senses uh, open and we want to hear a word that boosts up our carnal senses you know we don't want to hear a word that says we are gods we don't want to hear a word that says we are of this world we are in this world but we are not of this world we just want a feel good factor word and you know god is allowing this shaking shaking to happen all over the world for a good because he understands that when we put christ at the center of our life remember not church when we put christ at the center of our life we will be transformed and as a community of believers when we are transformed the church will start radiating the light of god the church will start manifesting the undefiled glory of god the church will radiate the church will what would i say you know it will not happen by 
all the churches thinking that they have to name the, make the name great if every believer if the community of believers understands that they have been redeemed for a purpose and the believers come together with a collective consciousness there are people from bangalore who are agreeing there are people from us that are agreeing there are people from dubai they are agreeing you know it's not based on a location it's not based on a brand name it's not based on a ministry name it's based on us embracing our christ identity embracing our christ affirmation and embracing that beloved position that we have in christ and living as god's beloved you know it's one thing to know that you are god's beloved it's another thing to receive strength as god's beloved and living your life with this strength okay so because today is the first day of the week okay in the old testament today is the last day in the new testament today is the first day okay so because today is the first day of the week i just want to encourage you my friend whichever direction your life is heading if you are not drawing strength if you are not drawing instruction if you are not drawing your persuasion if you are not drawing your passion by being in the secret place by first receiving the love of god then no matter how many miracles you see there you will always be in danger of living with your allegiance to the world than rather than living with your allegiance to your god given identity that is why god used god instituted the jubilee that is why god instituted the sabbath day that is why god instituted the sabbatical year because being in this world our flesh gets so accustomed to thinking like the people in the world to talking like the people in the world to believing like the people in the world that we need to take a break we need to take a break from the patterns of this world from the patterns of religion and we need to ensure that we are so much doused in the love of god we are so much you know we are so much uh, what would i say immersed in the frequency of god's love that when we come out and do things when we come out and talk things people should actually wonder is this guy gone nuts why because it's only you who heard god it's only you who understood god and though today what you experience what you hear and what you talk might be as foolish as moses telling the children of israel let's cross over the red sea we need to understand when he came to the red sea it parted and became dry land he went through the egyptians thought this will work for them it didn't work for them so today if you are believing for an incorruptible inheritance if you are believing for an undefiled glory if you are believing for immortality if you are believing that the manifestation of the sons of god will happen if you are believing that in the last days the collective ecclesia the church of god will become the mountain that is high above all the mountains let me tell you my friend this is going to happen but the people who see us and they try to do this in the future it will not happen to them so don't become one with the world don't become one with the patterns of the world don't become one with the thinking of religion just because you have a feel good factor even if it costs you your comfort remember moses knew that he was going to have a recompense of reward and god says to everyone who is putting in your time who is allowing your mind to be transformed who is allowing your mind to meditate on the true things god says this truth will produce light this truth will produce life pray my friend father in jesus name we come before you we understand that we are with a purpose on this earth father our purpose is not to depart from here but our purpose is to have dominion on earth father and we will never be able 
to exhibit your dominion unless the dominion unless the government inside us is filled and full with your love father the things around us the things surrounding us father through our carnal senses whether it's sight whether it's feel factor whether it's the hearing factor whether it's the sensing factor all the senses father so many times they try to deceive us and so many times they try to put us out of our christ identity father but in christ we understand we are seated in the heavenly places in christ we understand that we are your sons in christ we understand father that we have been redeemed from the curse of that is in flesh and blood and in christ we understand father that we have a hope of calling and in christ we understand that the calling is to be a manifested son of you so that using your belovedness we will become the frequency of love inside us outside us and to everyone around us father in jesus name we pray amen